Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is your boy at DJ Gloire right here and we back on Ultimate Engines. And we're keeping it locked, we're keeping it real as usual. You know how we do it on the Ultimate Engines. Um, buckle onto your seatbelts because it's going to be a bumpy ride. And basically today we'll be talking about your ideal first car. So if you've never driven, this is the show for you. If you're aspiring to drive, maybe you're doing your driver's license. What a coincidence. Well, this is the show for you. You do not want to miss out on this. So stay tuned. We're going to talk about a whole lot of interesting stuff and I'll be giving you some personal tips but just to kick start off the show we're talking about your first car and basically i haven't yet driven my first car just for personal experience and to share with you i haven't driven my first car yet and by the way i believe i will be doing my driver's license this year if not next year but i'll make sure i won't postpone it and as for today and our topic we're just going to be talking about tips what car do you think you should be driving all the stuff that you need basically and yeah, you better listen to this because it's going to be awesome. We're talking about your ideal first car. And you know that exciting feeling once you've passed your driver's license and now you know you're getting your license and moving on to buying your car, the excitement. But also, it, we all know that it comes with a lot of fears. What if I bump and I've only recently started with my insurance? How is it going to affect me? Well, that's why you tuned into this show. And I'm going to be speaking about all that kind of stuff. So, yes, something else that I just want to share, basically. You know, I remember there was a time, like, from a young age. Like, I don't know if it happens to all kids or is it just a boy's thing. But from a very young age, you know, it's funny that we are keen on knowing how to drive. I mean, I know it's obvious as kids, we want to do a lot of things. A lot of things that we see adults doing is cool. But from a young age, basically, I've always wanted to drive. I used to see people driving and I used to envy them. Like, I remember when I was a kid, sometimes I used to ask my father to teach me how to drive and I used to force him to get me to drive. So what he would do is, because obviously I was too young, um, he would put me on top of his lap in the driver's seat and he would just put the handbrake down and you know obviously once the handbrake is down you don't have to do any control the only thing that you're controlling is the brake so your car doesn't bump but basically the car was moving by by itself and all he made me do was hold the steering wheel which he did still help me control which obviously i didn't i didn't know much so for me it was like basically fun and as i grew older but i still wasn't old enough i remember at that time i was in primary school he told me okay since you want to drive so much here's the keys start the car and if you can start the car you can go and this was the most awkward moment for me because now i take the keys and i'm all excited i'm thinking sure i finally get to move dad's car so i go in the car i sit and when i sit i put the key in the ignition and as i'm turning the car on i hear the car engine goes on okay mission accomplished now it's time to move the car. Yo, this is where the awkwardness came in. Guys, I was literally stuck in an awkward position in between two cars and I was battling to move a car. And the weird thing is that there were cars in front of me and at the back of me. And my dad wasn't even phased. It's like he knew this was going to happen. I was revving and revving and revving and revving and revving and revving over and over and over and the car didn't even move. That was like so weird. I was trying to move the car and the car didn't move and I'm thinking in my head like what is going wrong? What step did I miss? And just to find out that after I got out the car my mom told me you actually were supposed to put down the handbrake. 
I was like, I don't know how can I explain that feeling. Like, I was so despondent at that moment. I was like heartbroken. I was like, that's all I had to do to move the car. I mean, I could have been gone. Who knows? Probably I would have even crashed that car. But luckily for luckily for them, my mom and dad, I didn't know how to do that. But basically, it was just a test to see whether I knew or how, whether I didn't know how to move a car. But he knew the story behind it. Anyway, that's just a side. So this is exciting. First time drivers. Um, for people that are maybe they're not driving for the first time, but they're about to buy their own first brand new car. This is the show for you. Um, we're talking first ideal car. And like I said, everything that you need to know about having a first car, everything that you need to consider, whether it be insurance, expenses that you're going to have and your distances, basically everything that you need to take into precaution before buying your first car. And... Like I said, we're keeping it locked, so stay tuned. Christ music is heart music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fun. Thank you trying to see me on the ones no more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've been distant, I've been chasing Something different that I'm facing They neglected, they just hate it Took my heart and they misplaced it For that pure life, I go crazy Wouldn't leave, need you faith Need you now, come and fade If I fall, would you fall with me? Cause I've been rolling in the city where you can't trust no more Know he with me right now, but it's still with me You And we all know what comes with that And we all know I put my trust in God cause he ride for me Ride for me You ain't tryna ride for me Had a lot of pain, try to hide it like a side chick They gon' self-change, but I've grown, you should try Just another day, every day, another fight Trying to pay the way, we just really on a wave now Trust me, this ain't really nothing new Yeah Still gon' call me up when they need something I don't rate that Tired of lies, just ride with me for real Or stay back Wanna see me fall, but like the fan I dodge that They can watch me go Trust me, they can watch me go Trust me, they can watch me Wait, who am I? Yeah, we gon' be alright, I'm talking you and I Yeah, quit the politics and this ain't Channel 5 Hey. Man, had a spit on them, now they looking like the drawing sign Hey, dead, dead And you ain't really with me, had a fake that Claiming you a one, but you ain't head back But I'd rather get a check than get a text If I fall, would you fall with me? Cause I've been rolling in the city where you can't trust no more Know you with me right now, but is you still with me? It's you yeah, you And we all know what comes with that and we all know I put my trust in God cause he rides for me yeah. Ride for me He ain't 
tryna ride for me Had a lot of pain, try to hide it like a side chick They gon' self change, but I've grown, you should try Just another day, every day, another fight Tryna pay the way, we just really on the way now Trust me, this ain't really nothing new Yeah
So yes, that was Ride For Me by AP and right after that was Conquering by Reactive. So we're talking everything new car, first time driver, first time experience, you know, it's basically like a new baby being born or you've just come out of preschool basically. And that's just basically the feeling that you get when you're going into your first car. So we're just going to talk about everything new and stuff that you need to consider um as a first time driver and obviously to get more experience so firstly we all know that to drive you need a driver's license or a learner's permit but even when you have a learner's permit you obviously have to have okay not obviously but you have to have a an experienced driver with a license sitting at the passenger seat that is able to guide you in case of you know anything that you need maybe an emergency but like we've been saying yeah so you need a driver's license or a learner's permit license you need to make sure you pass because we have a lot of people that either go to a fly-by-night school maybe someone that just did it on the side for them did got them a learners and maybe they learned to drive from their uncle who lives in the backyard well please ensure that you do things the legal way because that's the only way that will help keep our roads safe and we'll be able to sustain our cars more we're able to build more with this stuff and go further with technology so that we should make sure that we are getting our permits from the right places so obviously make sure that your company is registered wherever you're getting your license check online check the reviews check the stats you know ask a few people that know a couple of things about getting your driver's license and about getting a brand new car basically get yourself informed don't go out there in the dark or blind and expecting things to just happen or expecting every place that you go to every person that you meet to be genuine because it's just not like that unfortunately this is how we are um it's a broken world we have to fix it but for now we have to be aware of everything that is going on around us so basically we just need to make sure that whatever company that we're registering with is legit making sure that the driver's license is a, is legit whether it be the driver's license or the learner's permit basically just ensuring that you're on this right spot and obviously taking into consideration what you need to know what you need to purchase in order to have a brand new car and to be driving on the road because it's not just something that happens you don't just get a license and then all of a sudden you start driving there's a lot of things that you need to take into consideration which we'll, we'll not go into depth with but anyway getting your first car so we're gonna discuss a couple of things and also coming up is a list of 10 cars that are ideal for first-time drivers which also obviously give you a good proper first time driving experience you know you don't want anything too harsh you don't want something that's going to give you a problem to control or maybe the dynamics are a bit too complicated and you've never driven before so obviously it's something that we should bear in mind you don't need a complicated car hence why there are specific cars which are recommended with settings which are rather um more easy to adjust to should i say i believe that's the right word to use more adjustable and basically cars that you can use on an everyday that won't give you too much of a problem and so basically it's just that being for you being able to manage your car so yeah first up on our list with no particular order is our skoda citigo hatchback and just talking about the display of the car generally without going into detail of 
what the car consists of, the fuel consumption and basically how the car runs. Just looking at this car, this does look like a very good first car. I mean, there's nothing to complain. Obviously, it might not necessarily be your style or choice of car, but it does look like a very genuine, very good car that you want to use um, as a first time driver. I mean, I wouldn't mind that. I mean, that's not. I'm not saying that that's a car that I'll buy personally, but yeah it's not a bad first car so anyway the skoda city go has been among our first best car champions for a long while as a complete package for first-time drivers it's near unbeatable and score it's near unbeatable and scores highly for the first-time buyer not only is it economical whichever of the modern petrol engines you go for but some models also fall into insurance group one meaning it's one of the cheapest cars on the market to insure and basically that's one of the things one of the main things you want to look at insurance it's something that every driver has to stress about i mean someone that's not stressing about insurance is basically someone that is not taking into consideration um basically road risks and I think it's something that we should all be thinking about because we may be this so-called perfect driver and I put that in inverted commas but you never know who you're driving with on the road. I mean maybe you have all your experience and you're a good driver or maybe you're okay because this is a first-time driver show you're a first-time driver and you're not so experienced so you are very skeptical and are afraid to cause an accident but because there's this driver that is experienced and has been driving for long they happen to bump into you because they are used to the modern ways or routes of the road and we know personally from the experience in south africa drivers are terrible on the road like if you are not a South African or if you have never driven in South Africa, it's very tough, eh? You might not enjoy it necessarily. I mean, from personal experience, like I said, I am not a driver, but I've been on the passenger seat. I've seen the frustrations people go through when they drive, and it's not something that is generally nice to see. I mean, when we drive on the road we expect people to follow the rules but not everybody is like that and so we have to have insurance insurance is going to help you cover costs of your car obviously depending on how long you've been using the car for and how long you've been with the insurance your premiums and your accidents basically the amount of damage that is done to the car and the period of time, the duration in between those damages will also determine your insurance rates. But it is best that we get insurance because insurance will help us cover costs that we cannot, especially in the long run. So, yes, please do look out for insurance. But anyway, back to the city go. We also reckon that the Citigo is one of the most stylish cars in its class. It's pretty good and fun to drive too. While the Citigo has the same underpinning as a Volkswagen up and seats me, it's the cheapest of the three to buy and value for money is likely to be top priority for people buying a first car. Both the VW and seats are still well worthy of consideration though. If you prefer their looks to the Citigo, well, it's up to you but yeah, I think 
I believe that I'd rather go for the Volkswagen because I'm not necessarily a fan of these other cars. Not to say anything against them, I have completely nothing against them. They are good cars, but generally I wouldn't go for the other cars because it's just not the kind of car that I like. So please do have a look at the City Go. So second on our list is the Ford Fiesta hatchback. Now, again on just the general style of the car and the look on the outside um the ford fiesta is a nice car a beautiful car and this is a car that i'm not i don't mind driving once again i mean i'm looking at this car the style is just so beautiful looking at the led lights and i'm looking at the front plates this car is not a bad car i mean generally on a daily base i would drive this car any day obviously i'll give it a few tweaks here and there you know change the style up a bit like with the color and pimp it up but otherwise even on its own just driving this car you can feel that okay i'm driving a first car but this car is not a bad car it's actually generally a good car and something that you definitely want to drive so the ford fiesta is a real household name and frequently sits at the top of the best sellers list it's a terrific car to drive and thanks to an innovation called Mikey, it's a car that parents can confidently entrust a younger family member to. Wow, that is a key feature. I mean, if the car is labeled to be trustworthy with younger family members, then it should get you thinking. I mean, that's something that we also want to take into consideration. If, for example, you have a son or a daughter or a nephew or a niece, any any family member that generally tends to be younger than you and maybe they want to take your car for a spin you know a car is not a toy it's not something that you play with so safety is something that you'll definitely take into consideration you it's more easier for you to lend your car to someone that's much older someone that's more mature that you believe your car is in safe hands i mean who's going to give their car to someone who is going to crash that car it's an obvious i mean you're not going to give your car to someone who does not know how to drive because your car is going to come and crash and you end up with all the costs so definitely the ford fiesta is something to look at something that you can trust with younger family members it also helps them keep the car safe it helps you to stay safe and you won't have to be paying for any expenses to your car that you didn't do so look out for the ford fiesta hatchback it is a beautiful car generally like i said it is a car that i wouldn't mind driving myself so the ford fiesta also enables a number of behavior related settings to be imposed such as maximum speed a seat belt reminder and even a maximum volume for the stereo so with regards to the maximum speed it's obvious someone who is young is not going to drive at 60 or 40 kilometers per hour let's just say that is a given they're going to want to top that speed up generally for myself i always tell myself if i had to get a lamborghini right now at this age i don't even know if i'll come out alive because i'm going to step on that gas literally i'm just going to i literally tell people around me that if i happen to get hold of a lamborghini aventador right now at this moment i'm going to go straight to a freeway and i'm going to drive that thing till it's till it's out basically so generally because this car has speed limiter so it allows you to keep your car safe so if a younger person is driving chances of them crashing or causing accidents are less because now there's 
a maximum um, speed limit and a seat belt reminder. Seat belts, something that is irritating, but sometimes we have to get into the habit of it. It's just, it's just a habit thing. So I'm generally when I'm getting into a car, especially that I am not the driver, but it's a thing that wherever I get into a car and I'm in the passenger seat right next to the driver, it's automatic. I put on my seatbelt because I'm considering the safety risks. I'm considering the chances that what if we have an accident, not necessarily that the driver is not safe, but we don't know who's driving on the road. And maybe it could happen that we are at an intersection on the road and there are traffic lights so our traffic lights flash green but the other side flashes red and the driver you know we get drivers unfortunately in south africa like i said we have bad drivers but we get drivers who happen to just drive past red traffic lights so imagine we bump into that guy or woman or that person bumps into us it's going to be bad so the seat belts help us to stay in our seats in case the car doesn't roll over we'll be in good hands so seat belt reminder I mean, some another thing that why I would say the seatbelt reminder is also a good thing is because um, one of my pastors, um, the pastors at the from the church that I go to, and in his car when we when you sit there in the passenger seat, as soon as you sit, once you start driving, like I don't know how long does it take, but after a while, a very short while, if the car is moving and you do not have your seatbelt on, you'd hear this beeping sound, and generally that sound is like irritating. Eventually, you'd want to kill it, and the only way to kill it is to put on your seatbelt. Seatbelt reminder, a very awesome feature um, that's good for keeping your driver safe, for keeping your car safe. And it also helps with people with short memory or maybe for elderly people. Seatbelt reminder because they might forget that they need to put their seatbelts on. So the seatbelt reminder is definitely a, a brilliant feature. And volume limiter or maximum volume maximum volume for the stereo should i say volume control i i wouldn't necessarily say it's too much of a problem i mean the only time it becomes a problem is if you're playing on your stereo and you're playing really loud and it's preventing you from hearing the traffic around you maybe there's commotion around you and you wouldn't even know the next thing bam you crashed so controlling the volume i believe it does help but only to a specific extent it's not that it's not that much so i'm not gonna down talk that but generally from my own perspective i wouldn't say volume on the stereo is too much of a problem so anyway the settings are coded to one key but normalized settings take over when another key is used this way every member of the family can enjoy a car that may be a little more expensive than some other cars but it's a good ideal car more spacious and more practical than any other car than a lot of other cars rather granted you don't get as much standard equipment as you do on the hyundai i10 but the fiesta is much more comfortable on the motorway and some models are just as cheap to run one thing that doesn't count against the ford especially when compared to kias hyundai's and toyota's it's very average three-year um 60,000 mile warranty but with any luck this concern will be well outweighed by the smile it can put on your face. So that is quite some stuff for the Ford Fiesta. Generally, just even if you don't know anything about cars, but just on those reviews, definitely I am sold. I am definitely for the Ford Fiesta. So do look at the Ford Fiesta as one of your first cars. Consider it. I would go for it. 
um, I believe you would too. If I would go for it and believe me, I have good taste in cars. I'm not just saying it just for the fact of saying it or because I'm doing the car show with you, but it is a beautiful car. And moving right along, our Peugeot 208 hatchback. You know, this is a thing whereby whenever we move on to a different car, first thing I look at is the outlook. I mean, not that I'm going to choose my car on how it looks outside, but at the same time, I'm not a, I'm not gonna get a car that doesn't seem appealing to me. That's like getting a girlfriend that you don't like. Who does that? So generally, yeah, I mean, I I look at the car on the outside. So looking at the Peugeot 208 and just the outside structure, it looks a bit boxy. Not necessarily boxed, but yeah, it looks like. A really tight tight car but generally doesn't look too bad not too shabby hey um close to sporty but not really there but i love the outlining on this car it's brilliant so anyway the Peugeot 208 is the latest in a long line of stylish small cars from the french brand it may not be as fun to drive as the ford fiesta but it looks sophisticated inside and out it's also an easy car to own Peugeot's just add fuel package provides all you need for the first three years on the road, including road tax, servicing, and insurance. Okay, that is a bargain, actually. So, for your first three years, your fuel is covered, your insurance, tax servicing, what more do you want? I mean, generally a beautiful car. Like I said, it's not, it's not necessarily the kind of car that I'll uh personally i would like um yeah i don't have anything against it i don't have in case you're thinking about this i don't have anything against french cars um by the way i'm french speaking you might have known from our earlier shows but yeah you might have noticed from our earlier shows but generally i'm not a fan of rather small cars or hatchbacks there are a few that get to me like the ford fiesta and most the hatchback that I've actually liked the most is actually the Ford Focus. That is a beautiful hatchback, by the way. One car I'll definitely drive. Like, without a doubt, for, there's nothing in that car that I say that I wouldn't like if I had to get it for the first time. So anyway, drivers under 21 may need a telematics box installed in the car to record driving habits, but this shouldn't be intrusive and free insurance represents a huge saving. It's well worth it because the 208 is a very comfortable car and comes with plenty of standard equipment. The entry level 1.0 litre petrol model is sufficiently powerful for those using the car around town and it is capable of 65.7 meters per gallon. And overall the 208 is a great looking car and very cost effective way to get on the road and basically something that is common with the cars that are mentioned here is that they are very cost effective so we're gonna look at the hyundai i10 hatchback mm, generally hyundai i10 for me looking at this car this car is definitely boxy a car that i do not like but at the same time i wouldn't mind the grand i10 
Like I said, hatchbacks are not my style. So I prefer the Grand i10 over the i10. Yeah, that's just how I am. So anyway, while South Korea has demonstrated that it makes mobile phones that are hard to beat, the Hyundai i10 says exactly the same thing about how good the country is at making small cars too. The i10 is affordable to buy, very well equipped and offers the peace of mind that comes with a five-year warranty available only with five doors it's more practical than many rivals and your friends won't feel too cooped up in the back it's pretty good to drive too as well as sharp to look at while the engines combine good fuel economy and decent performance the 1.0 liter version returns 65.7 meters per gallon um generally yeah that's a good car fuel efficient all these cars basically are fuel efficient and that's something you definitely want to look at um when you're buying your first car so yeah we're keeping it locked we're keeping it real and you know just that before we go into the next part of this i'm just going to leave you with some awesome music so listen to this Kingdoms and fancy 
We only love to see your son As it is in heaven so let it be done So let your kingdom come Let your will be done We only love to see your son As it is in heaven so let it be done Trade is passionate about mobility and solutions that make a difference in your business. From mobile sales and sales management to van sales and proof of delivery. For, For a, a demo, demo, call Rapid, Rapid Trade at 011-493-9755. Rapid, Rapid Trade, trade ahead, ahead of the game. game. So yeah, that was lit. That was awesome. I mean, I love the music, by the way. But going into... Our car, car number five, and like I said in the beginning, this is in no particular order. We're not saying any car is better than the other, but our fifth car that we're going to speak about today is the Volkswagen Polo hatchback. And generally, looking at this car, this car is stunning. I love the style, love the color. Um, generally, it's a beautiful car. Um, I love the shape of the LED lights, the detail into this car. I mean, generally, you can see the originality of the vw in the car but at the same time it has this different style to it so generally a beautiful car i mean i love it i love the custom the standard rims too um this is a beautiful car car wouldn't mind any day i believe this car well i'll personally give it a tag or a name should i say and this car i would call the chick magnet <laughs> so yeah this car is very very beautiful car that you can drive on in every day and it looks like it looks like a beautiful car to drive like maybe even on a sunday you know you're going out for a bride and you're going to meet a couple of friends you know this is a general car that you would love to drive the volkswagen polo is a household name that's recognized for its classy design sturdy quality and its impressive ability to hold on to its value now in its sixth generation the latest polo looks sportier and wider and the increase in dimensions means there's more space inside too, with a boot that's now 25% larger. Technology has also taken a big step up, with features like digital active info display instruments cluster and adaptive cruise control shared with much more expensive machinery. A broad selection of the engine is offered, but the 1.0 liters are most likely to appeal to anyone buying their first car. The 64 and 74 BHP versions are modern engines that are perfectly at home around town, but if you can stretch to it, the turbocharged 1.0 liter TSI with 94 BHP is our pick of the range with livelier acceleration making it adept at tackling country roads and motorways and our number six is the mini mini beautiful car also very sporty looking car wouldn't mind driving this the shape is good though it reminds me more of like mr bean's car i don't know i every time i look at this car 
Well, not every time, but a lot of times I just date back to long time ago when we used to watch Mr. Bean in his small little car. I don't know what it was called. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I know <laughs> you'd expect me to know better. I mean, this is the car show. This is where we talk about cars. And I do apologize. So after this, I'll make sure that I go and learn the name. But as for you. The Mini is one of the most expensive cars on today's list, but there's no denying its desirability and upmarket image. It's definitely a car people want rather than need, but backs this up by being a genuinely excellent choice and, if you can afford it, a great first car. It handles brilliantly, rivaling the Fiesta in this regard, and the retro chic design has struck a chord with fashion conscious buyers since mini was released relaunched in 2001 the retro theme continues inside where you'll find the famous oversized central speedometer that now surrounds the car infotainment screen on the downside the three-door version isn't particularly spacious inside um, the rear seats are tricky to use and the boot is very small. The entry-level Mini 1 model is cheap to run. Engineered by BMW, the Mini also excels for build quality, with a durable feel inside and out. And generally for me, I already mentioned the fact that I do not like small cars and this car, apart from the looks outside, I wouldn't drive this car because it's just too small for me. and. If by any chance you happen to know me personally, I'm someone who is very tall, by the way. Um, so me and small cars, we cannot do. So moving on to number seven, Citroën C1 hatchback. So the Citroën makes it onto our list for today for a number of compelling reasons. Firstly, it's a characterful and fun car to look at and to drive. Secondly, it's extremely attractively priced. And thirdly, it's covered by Citroën's Simply Drive scheme. Like the Peugeot scheme outlined above, this package includes road tax, servicing and insurance for three years. As with the Peugeot, a telematics box will be required in order for drivers aged 18 to 21 to qualify for free insurance, but it won't stand in the way of your enjoyment of the car, and enjoy it you will. The C1 shares its mechanical structure with the Peugeot 108, which is also covered by the Peugeot Just Add Fuel scheme, and all models have an MP3 compatible stereo, field trim and above you can catch us on our website which is www.activefm.co.za Catch us on iTunes Podcast You can catch us on Google Podcast You can catch us on YouTube And other shows to come So don't miss out And peace out May God be with you Drive safely Enjoy your car And I'm out Thanks for today And Looking at the style of this car, definitely, I am not down talking this car, but not a car I would drive. Um, in terms of looks only, I'm not talking in terms of performance. So, when the latest Toyota Ego was released, the Japanese company wanted it to clearly be distinguished from the Citroen C1 and Peugeot 108, with which it shares many parts. Dressing the Aigo with a striking X-shaped grille means it's guaranteed to stand out from the crowd and it can be fitted with a range of customizable options too. 
The current Igo uses an updated version of the small three-cylinder engine that powered the previous model. It's economical and even sounds good when you work it hard which makes the smaller Suiter quite an enjoyable car to drive inside. The iGo interior space is improved compared to the previous model and build quality has taken a turn for the better too. Thanks to added sound deadening, the iGo is fairly quiet car on the motorway. And it can also be specced with an automated manual gearbox to make light work of stop at urban traffic. As a final attraction, it benefits from Toyota's 5-year 100,000 mile warranty. Our second last which is the seat my hatchback. Bear with me, I do not know how to pronounce this word. I am, I do not, um, well I just don't know. Um, so forgive me for that, but I just call it the seat my or me. So the seat me is closely related to the Skoda Citigo. And just generally looking at the shape of the Skoda Citigo, they actually do really look alike, hey? Just come to think of it. The shapes are very similar. Maybe there's only a few differences in the features, but generally, if someone showed me these two cars and I haven't seen them, I would swear I saw the same car. Because, like, these cars, like, they look like twins. But anyway, the seeds me is closely related to the Skoda Citigo, making it a great choice for a first car. Like the Citigo, the me is very affordable to buy, run, and insure while also being surprisingly good and fun to drive. Um, its 1.0 liter petrol engine might only have a 59 or 74 bhp, but the Mi also doesn't weigh much and 3 cylinder motor is enthusiastic and rather tuneful, while able to return up to 64.2 meters per gallon. Um, couple these elements with precise steering and plenty of grip and the Mi is in its element around town or twisting roads. Perhaps even more surprisingly, given its small size, the Mi can also tackle a long motorway journey without turning its driver or passengers into a nervous wreck. Last but not least, the Vauxhall Adam Hatchback. When I look at this car firstly, I don't know. I think I saw my own things, but there might have been an Opel that looks like this. Wow. Okay. Are these people making similar car or did I see my own thing? I thought I saw an Opel. Okay, anyway. So, moving right along. Um, the Vauxhall. I've never heard of this car before, by the way. But the Vauxhall Adam was introduced and it was very obvious that its designers were inspired by cars like the Mini and Fiat 500. Okay. Yeah, this car does actually look like a Fiat. Its core appeal is that there are so many permutations of color, trim, accessories, and options that you really can own an Adam to suit your taste. Although the cost of these choices can quickly mount up, the Adam is a small car, smaller than the Vauxhall Corsa, with which it shares its mechanical platform. And that rather restricts the amount of space in the back and in the boot sadly. It's not the most entertaining car to drive either, falling a long way short of the Mini and Fiesta, while it feels a little contrived next to the retro-inspired Fiat 500. What's up everybody, this is Lily Million and you are listening to Active FM. Christ music is hot music. So, that's a wrap. It's been real, it's been good. I enjoyed my time with you. As always, it's a pleasure to speak about cars because cars are beautiful. Cars, whenever I see cars, just basically, yo, 
my my world literally brightens up especially beautiful cars you know these car companies are doing a lot of good things out there um the only thing is that these days we have a lot of cars that are produced for convenience sake which is not really ideal because now we have cars breaking down easily and you have to constantly be going to get your car repaired so it's not something that is ideal obviously it's for business people do this for business purposes but at the same time it's also affecting people who don't necessarily have the budget and the means to do this but anyway we've spoken about our first time driver experience we've spoken about the cars basically that we could use and have a look at as first time drivers and these are cars that are fuel efficient cars that are well a few that have some features that assist you in terms of driving or for young drivers maybe help to help prevent crashes this is your boy DJ Gloire I'm signing out but before I leave you you can catch us on our social media pages believe me we are everywhere wherever you want to find us you'll find us cuz we are there so You can catch us on our Instagram page. We are at ActiveFM777. Our Facebook page, which is forward slash ActiveFM. And our Twitter page, which is ActiveFM777. You can catch us on Twitter um, at ActiveFM777. You can catch us on our website, which is www.activefm.co.za. Um, catch us on iTunes Podcasts. You can catch us on Google Podcasts, you can catch us on YouTube and many other shows to come. So, don't miss out and peace out. May God be with you. Drive safely, enjoy your car and I'm out. Thanks.
Jesus the King He paid the way The great exchange You planned for me Your life mine To set me free Jesus
Shit.